Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Bitter Rivals podcast, episode 54, powered by the Game Entertainment and Media. Uh, we are happy to, I'm happy to be here talking to you today because guess what happened last night? The Toronto Maple Leafs exercised their demons of a couple weeks ago and beat the Montreal Canadiens. You know what? It was a banger of a game. Uh, it, I actually didn't really get to watch. I didn't get to watch much of it because I was at a stag and doe. It was on at the stag and doe, but I didn't have a site. Yeah, yeah. Didn't have a sight line. It kind of sucked. But it's uh, just the, the stag and doe was awesome, but not watching the game kind of sucked is what I meant. <laughs> also, at the stag and doe, they had a signed Austin Matthews jersey. And you didn't win it? I did not win it. I tried really hard, but I did not win it. <laughs> and I was very upset. I almost, I'm not even kidding, I almost went up to the guy who wanted and offered him like a rack. I almost offered him $1,000 for the jersey, but I didn't. But I should have. I mean, it's definitely worth a lot more than that, so... <laughs> yes, I, have you ever, I've never even seen like an Austin Matthews signature before. Um, just not off the top of my head I've seen it, like, but... I can't, like, I, I, like, I don't, he's not, the t- I don't think he does that very much. I'm just, like, I'm just, I know uh, I've got a couple signed jerseys, uh, you know, left on the wall, so I'm kind of you know, know the ballpark of signed jerseys. And yeah, you, that Matthews would have cost you a lot more than a thousand bucks. <laughs> you think so? I, somebody called the, like the guy whose stag it was, somebody called yeah. him and offered him 1200 bucks. Like, right. Like he said, he sold like not like in the first day that they announced that there was going to be a signed Matthews Jersey. They pre-sold $900 in tickets. Oh, easily. Like it was. So, yeah. So the Habs, uh, cause they just did their, uh, like Children's Foundation, they did like the special jerseys for warm up. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Carey Price jersey, which he did not wear, so it was just a signed Carey Price jersey. Uh, on the auction, went for about six thousand dollars. So I'm gonna assume Matthews is probably in that ballpark. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, Caulfield was up around twenty five hundred last time I checked. It could have went more. Oh my Suzuki, god! So yeah, Suzuki, you're talking. Suzuki like, was up around twenty five hundred. Yeah, like you're you're looking probably five easy. It wouldn't surprise me if it hit ten. Yeah. So anyway, speaking of number thirty-four. Yeah, we might as well talk about it. Yeah, he's having the greatest season I've ever seen. Playing I mean, some. I mean, he's I think got, by, it, by the math, it's like one of the best in Leafs history, right? Oh, it is the best. It, it, like he's first of all, he he needs one more point to tie or to hit 100, and that would yeah. be the first time since some, since Doug Gilmore did it in the mid-90s. Um, he's got 58 goals, and what do we have left? Like, 12 games? I think it's 12 uh, games left. Give me two seconds here. 10. You're at 72 games, games played. And he's got 58. I, I seriously, like, it's possible that he gets 70 goals. It's, it's not likely, so, but it's so not, like the way that he is playing right now, he might get 70 goals. That's why I think I keep looking at him like, nah, like he won't hit 70. And then he keeps fucking hitting two a game. And I'm like, shit, he's going to hit 70. Man, he... So last night, he scored goals number 51, 50 and 51 in his last 50 games. First time somebody's done that since 95-96 when Mario Lemieux did it. I don't yep. think anybody, anybody thought in a salary cap era that was possible. I really don't think they did. And I, I didn't. I never thought I'd see somebody do that again. Never. I mean, there's like, like, I definitely could have seen you know, Ovechkin doing it. He didn't, but I, you know, he's someone I would have like seen doing it. That, Crosby, that's what I mean. like, like similar. Not Crosby's not even. I, I don't think Crosby could have done that. I don't think. I, I think like. Crosby. I think like. I think like early, early Crosby could have. He wasn't a goal scorer though. Did he? Does he even have a rocket? 
No, I don't think so. But still, like you know what I mean. Like he, he when he when he first came into the league, it it felt like he was scoring every game. You know what I mean. So it felt like he could have done that. Um, and then like McDavid is someone else who I think you know has the capability to do that. And then like Austin Matthews. And outside of that, I don't think there's anyone else. Yeah, Ian, but and I, that I've seen play anyways. So I I'm. I have to say it. I, I I don't think we're talking about is Austin Matthews the Hart Trophy winner. I think I think we're talking about should it be unanimous now? Like should it be should he be the unanimous MVP? And I think he should. I absolutely think it. There's nobody in this league that is more valuable to their team than he is to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Nobody. He's the best player in the world. He scores on a nightly basis, and not we're not talking like the fifth and sixth goal in in a six one game. We're talking game winning goals, overtime winners. Like, clutch. Just clutch. And you know what's going to happen? And, and, and I'm going to get a lot of hate for saying this, if, if, for whoever's listening. When this, these two, because not to be looked past is the fact that Mitch Marner's on, over his past 31 games is on a 147-point pace. <laughs> like, let's not overlook that. These two in the first round are going to be so sick of this narrative that they cannot get it done in clutch situations when it comes to playoffs. That and, and they're going to go beast mode. Okay, so were they not sick of it last year? Was like you know what I mean? Like if you're if if you're thinking that like this is going to be the big change, like no, they're why? Done. They're done. I, I'm t- they're they're another year more matured. They're, they have the Boston Bruins most likely to exercise their demons against, which I, I think really, really is good for them. I really do. Um, the team itself around them is so much deeper than it ever has been. Like, I do. there's never been a time in my 23 years of life where the Toronto Maple Leafs defense has been this good. There's where you're, you're, you're having to sit Timmy Lilgren. You're having to sit... Like Ilya Labushkin, who put up 10 hits last night against you guys. I, I I didn't watch the game. That's just a stat. I actually don't know how he played, but I'm assuming it was pretty good. Uh, I, I didn't really pay too much attention to him. Uh, so I no, really Ilya say. Labushkin, I don't expect you to. Uh, our backup goaltender, Sheldon, apparently, Sheldon Keith said after the game, it was the best performance he's put on in the NHL so far. Yeah, he, play, he played really well. Yeah, absolutely. And the, the, this is a guy who's got doesn't even have 10 starts in the National Hockey League. And it... I, I think as fans, we're, we already can, can see a little bit. Like, we could trust this guy more than Mrazek. Oh, my God. Like, no problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Jack Campbell, when he was, like, the past three games that he's played, he's looked fantastic. And he looks back to form. And that's all we need. You get that, and you mix that with the best player and the best duo with Matthews and then Matthews and Marner. With that defense core and that goaltending, there's no way Boston beats us. No way. If they play to the level they can, another, again, another year more matured, there's no way. And then once that happens, Tampa, Florida, Carolina, Washington, Pittsburgh, whoever, New York, watch out. Watch out. And again, and this is just, you know, just as a not Leafs fan, everything you just said is the same story we've heard for the past three or four years. Is Matthews is the best player in the world. Martin is the best player in the world. We're yeah, so good. Like, we're so I, great. We're, we're so this. Know, we're so that. But I just gave you the reasons why it's different this year. And that is... But the, th- but the thing is, they're the, the same The team reasons. around them is so much better. They're the same reasons we hear. I've heard the past three seasons. I, our very first episode last year, you talked about how that Maple Leafs team last season was the best Leafs team you've ever seen. And they still did the exact same thing that they do every year. And this one's better. 
That's what I'm telling you. This one's better. I know. But and more you, mature. And more clutch. They, they, they're not, like, they're beating the good teams. They are crushing the good teams. Bob McKenzie on TSN 1050 a couple days ago said this, and I this is where I'm seeing maturation from the big guys. I guess Sheldon Keefe went in after the loss to Montreal a couple weeks ago, and, and there were a few other lesser teams, Arizona, that we lost to. Sheldon Keefe tore into them and said, you can't lose to these teams. And the big guys, and he didn't say names, but I'm going to assume they're, they're the Tavares's, the Matthews, the, the Nylanders, the Marners, said, coach, don't worry, we'll get it done when it comes down to it. And what have they been doing for the past two weeks? They slapped Boston. They slapped Florida. They slapped Tampa. They 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 did lose one of those games to, to, to Florida. And, and it was not the best way you want to lose a game. But to go into Florida and take three or four points, come on. Oh, that's, that's impressive. No, absolutely. I'm just saying I, I won't... <clears throat> I won't buy into the hype or like believe the hype until they actually do something. Because yeah, it's the same, it's like, it's the same story I've heard, you know, the past five years is, you know, the Leafs are this, the best team. We get the best player. We get the best, this, the best, that we're a different team. We're a better team. I've never every... said, before this year, I never one time said we had the best player. Corner McDavid up until this point has been the best. No, player no, I, I'm not, I'm not just talking to you specifically, but Leafs, Leafs fans, Leafs fans have, you know, have been running that narrative. Well, I'm telling you, while you're watching from while you're watching the Toronto Maple Leafs in the playoffs and not the Montreal Canadiens, you will you're gonna eat your words. So that's how that's gonna go, and I can almost guarantee it. The way this team is playing right now, there's no way that any of those teams beat them. They, we we slap Florida, we slap Tampa, we slap Boston, if that's what it comes down to. And that's how I feel. And that's what I'm seeing from this team right now. Well, anyways. Yeah, that's how I feel. And the Toronto Blue Jays just hit another jack. Oh, yeah. Great stuff. Um, Great stuff. Okay. So on the Montreal end of last night, uh, Jake Allen got hurt in the first on the first goal there. Um, I didn't I did not see it. Yeah. So he just uh, I don't really know what they said. Lower body uh, it looked like he got stretched out a little bit. Uh, so Montembeau played. Yeah, probably a groin. Uh, Montembeau, Montembeau played the uh, the two and a half periods there. Felt bad for him. His first shot of the game is Austin Matthews walking down the middle and ripping it past him for his second of the game. Yeah, he's like not Montembeau probably hasn't played in about two weeks. You know, fucking barely sees a puck in like warm ups and stuff, and that's the first shot he faces coming in. Yeah, uh, yeah and then the the winning goal there was just uh, a fucking shit bounce off Jordan Harris's foot and in. But yeah, Montembeau played all right. Uh, Caulfield scored again. Again. Yep. Do you want to go? Do you want to get into that conversation now? Well, it's it's like yeah. So I'm just I'm going to start this off by saying this is not a, anything I've ever said to Ave or have tried this comparison. It's just a comparison that we've seen that we just want to kind of discuss. Yeah, address it. Um, so there's been comparisons to between Caulfield and Matthews. Which are just kind of totally ridiculous. unfair to Cole Caulfield. Totally unfair to Cole Caulfield. Yeah, like there's there's very few players in the league that can compare to Austin Matthews. Probably McDavid, Drysidle, Marner, Huberto, kind of McKinnon. McKinnon, yeah, I'll give you McKinnon. Yeah, so there's like, what, like five five players that you can. Oh, uh, and we're talking offensively, by the way. 
we're yeah. talking offensively. We're not yeah. talking about defense right now. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah. But he's like offensively, like there, there's very few players you can legitimately compare Austin Matthews to. And it's not just a, you know, a, a whitewash of a discussion. Yeah, because um, yeah, there's like other great offensive players in the league that just don't compare to Austin Matthews. No, no. Um, it's not fair to, to do that. No, Caulfield's got fucking like, what, under 100 NHL games under his belt? Yes. Um, you know, and Matthews is what, 450 ballpark? Probably about there? Uh, I think he just hit his 400th game. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, like just not a great comparison just in that aspect. Yeah. Um, I've always hated comparing centers to wingers just because it's yeah. two entirely different, you know, yeah. sets of responsibilities and roles. Yeah. And and just let me chime in here for a second. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And this is a this is I'm not saying anything bad about Caulfield when I say this, but I would compare him more to William Nylander, and that's a hell of a compliment. Yeah, no, no, and 100%. That's a lot yeah. more... There's a lot more... You can actually have that debate. Yeah. I, oh, um, I'm sorry, I just have to... I, I saw one more outrageous take from a Habs fan on Twitter. Go for it. They said... So they were... They, were, they said uh, th- there is nobody except for Nick Suzuki that I would rather have on the... Ha- like, they, they said that they would rather have Suzuki than Matthews. That's the only player on the Montreal Canadiens that they would like rather not have. Does that make sense? Sorry, I'm kind of fumbling on my words, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, so saying in, in a comparison, they would take Matthews over every have except Suzuki. Yeah. And again, like no disrespect to Nick Suzuki. I'm like his number one fan here. I fucking back him every fucking, for fucking 54 episodes, I've backed Nick Suzuki as like a great You can agree that's all great though, right? Yeah, like that's just again, yeah, like, like, like there's talking... one player in the league that you maybe you would you would second guess yourself trading for Matthews, and it's McDavid. McDavid. That's like, that's, and I still I, if if Edmonton called today and said I'll we'll we'll give you McDavid for Matthews, I say no, nope, not gonna happen. Sorry, you know I Sorry. think. Like, I think that's just a ridiculous take. I think, yeah. I think, all oh, I think, basically, other than Edmonton, any other team, you say whatever their number one center is for Austin Matthews. I think every other team in the league says yes, bar Edmonton. And even then, they have a pretty stupid front office, so you never know. <laughs> yeah, but uh, anyway, so big game last night. Uh, unanim- unanimous heart. I think it's it's got to be Shesterkin's fallen off. Huberdeau doesn't play defense. Don't even go there. Like McDavid's been going off again, but sorry, buddy. Can I can I just circle back to Caulfield for one second here? Yeah, and I know yeah. I know I know you don't like this because it's not his full season. Um, but under Marty Saint Louis, twenty-seven games, seventeen goals, thirteen assists for thirty points. Yeah, eighty. He's on pace under eighty-two games uh, with Saint Louis. For 52 goals and 91 points. That is the production level he's putting up. That's solid production. But like I said, that's why I compare him to more of a William Nylander. Because I wasn't using that to the Austin Matthews comparison as like a, you know, mm-hmm. one way or the other. But just, you know. Yeah, like, but and that, that kind of feeds up. into the Nylander comparison, yeah. though, right? Because he doesn't, he, it, it wasn't over a full stretch. Like, no. 
he did have that inconsistent stretch at the beginning, even if it was under that idiot Dominique Ducharme. Like straight up a Robin of a Calder. Yeah, how did that guy take any team, let alone that team, to a Stanley Cup final? Well, the thing is, he changed the system from last season to this season. Because, like, you could see the players were just, especially defensively, we were just fucking all over the place. Nobody had a clue what we were doing. Yeah. And the whole thing, you know, the back half of that year was that, oh, defensively, we were fucking solid. We were fucking, we locked it down. We had the big four running, you know, 25, 26 minutes a game for them. Like, so I don't know. I don't know what the fuck he did. Uh, yeah, that's terrible. Like, he, he might be the worst coach in NHL history, man. I, he's, he's got, like, I can't think of anyone really worse, at the, like, off the top of my head here. Yeah. Like, Babcock had his flaws and stuff, but... I mean, the thing is, like, Babcock was really, really fucking good in Detroit for a very long time. Yes. I mean, like, that... So I I wouldn't be able to... Toronto, I was touting him as the best coach in the league. 100%. I still think that he is one of the best in the league's history. Yeah, for that stretch, absolutely. And and even though the the time in Toronto didn't work out, you know, how everyone thought it would, I still don't think that's... uh, you know, that doesn't take away the shine from everything else he's done. Well, what does take away the shine, though, is when his former players come out and say what an asshole he was. You don't like it. Like, Johan Franz, and I think it was, came out and said that guy, like, on several, several occasions, just to be a dick, made dick moves. Like, in hometowns, sitting guys. Yeah. Like, you know, just because. Just, like, oh. like, scratching <laughs> Spezza on opening night as his first game as a Leaf. Hometown Leaf kid healthy scratch because he doesn't know the power play yet like that's that's stupid that's that's just being an asshole to be an asshole okay i have power you don't fuck you is basically what he's saying what what i will say in response to that is uh, i don't know who said it though it was a quote about scotty bowman you're probably the greatest coach in nhl history i don't think that's up for debate and they said, uh, 364 days of the year, you hate Scotty, Bo- Scotty Bowman, you hate playing for him, you hate everything. But on day 365, you get your Stanley Cup ring. And I think Mike Babcock is in that ballpark because he had that great success, the Cups and everything. It didn't work out in Toronto, like I said, but like, it's hard to argue uh, the method when you get the success like that. Yeah, well, yeah, results speak for themselves, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I, I think, you know, it didn't work out in Toronto and, you know, sucks to suck, but... Yeah, he, he was awful in Toronto, though, what he did with the, Marner, too. Do you remember that situation? Yeah, but, here, like, the thing is, if he's a dick and they win, nobody cares. <laughs> he's a dick and they didn't win, that's why it was an issue. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So what else happened uh, in Leafland this week? Uh, well, obviously, there was the big game against the Dallas Stars in which Austin Matthews first tied Rick Vives' record and then broke it. Yeah. Or no, he broke it and then scored another goal. He tied <laughs> the, the record prior to that, the game prior to that. But uh, yeah, that overtime winner was just, man, so much strength to cut to the center of the ice like that. He almost kicked Taylor Sagan's stick or Tyler Sagan's stick into the stands. Did you see that? <laughs> no. Like he, Sagan came in like... Because he he kind of like in the in the one shot of the, of the goal you can see his eyes like just kind of like go like this like Matthew's eyes and then he like you could see he locks on Tyler Sagan he goes I am going to 
absolutely burn this guy. And he goes around and then Sagan tries to like to like give him a slash on the leg and Matthew <laughs> sticks his absolute tree trunk leg out and almost booted Sagan's stick into the stands. <laughs> like it was crazy. It was I thought I honestly like that was one of the nicer goals that he scored and that's saying something. Like just burns three guys. <laughs> like oh my god. And then, uh, did you see the picture that he took with Rick Vine yesterday? I did, yes. How do his legs look like? Like, I don't mean to sound weird here, but those <laughs> are the craziest quads I've ever seen in my life. Marty St. Louis. Marty no, St. Louis like, before this, crazy. I've seen Marty St. Louis quads. Before this, the craziest quads I've ever seen in my life were belonged to Sidney Crosby. Like, that man's legs are scary. But Austin Matthews' legs are just huge like it actually looks like he has hockey pants on in that picture but he doesn't like i don't know yeah i'm sorry if that's weird but it was no wonder he's so strong on the puck man like how are you supposed to knock a guy off the puck like when he's that big like and fast and just oh my god anyway anyway do you want to do you want to have a little bit of a chat about why austin Matthews should be unanimous mvp I mean, like, I don't think it's much of a chat. Because here's the thing. is like, you you are, like, dead set on Austin Matthews winning MVP unanimously. I don't think it'll be unanimous. And I think there's still other guys who will get votes. And who, you know... Like, Hu- Huberto is my guy who I think... If if Austin Matthews isn't going to win it, it's going to be Huberto. So you um, think Shesterkin's probably played himself I, out I, of it here? I think Shesterkin's probably played himself out. He'll probably finish maybe a third. Um... But yeah, like that's thing is like I'm not gonna have this like passionate heated debate with you because it's not like it's uh you know Carey Price versus Austin Matthews for the heart. Then then we would literally have a fucking six hour like yes. full debate. Special show. Yeah. Like we'd Absolutely. have to bring in we'd have to bring in a moderator at that point probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, um but I know your big know. point is that Huberto doesn't play two hundred feet. And my point is I don't care if you're putting up a hundred and some points, franchise record, leading one of the best teams in the league, like but like the thing for Hubert, the, the thing for Huberto, the other thing is he's not even the best player on his team. Like I would say Barkov is a better hockey player than Huberto. Huberto might be putting up the points, but that doesn't necessarily make him a better hockey player. And I don't know if 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 Huberto's there, then Mitch Marner has to be there too. Counter argument. Hmm. <laughs> I think I'll allow that. I think I'll allow that. Like so, I, I, I definitely don't think like like if someone said like Marner is like a you know a top three or top five guy in heart voting, like I don't I wouldn't be surprised by that. Like I no, wouldn't, it wouldn't uh, surprise me at all either. Yeah. yeah so, I mean, awards, did you see what happened in NC that like in college hockey with that goaltending fiasco? No. Okay, so the, the Hobie Baker is the MVP of college hockey, and then there's another award for best goaltender. I, I forget what it is. But the Hobie Baker was awarded to um, McKay. McKay, some McKay kid. Dryden uh, McKay, I think it is. Yes, Dryden McKay, Minnesota State University. But the best goaltender award was given to Devin Levi. That makes no sense at all. So how could you <laughs> not be the best goaltender... But, but be the best be player. The best player. 
Um, okay. Uh, the my only thing with that is, is it's similar to the heart, where it's most valuable to their team. Um, if if the Hobie Baker is most valuable to their team, then then I could maybe see that maybe. Um, but if it's just straight up like best player, then that's really fucking stupid. It doesn't make any sense. I think I think it is the best player in college hockey. Like it's similar to the Heisman Trophy. Yeah. Because like I know that's the thing which leads to a lot of debate about the heart is because it's most valuable player to their team, not just you know outright best player. Um, but yeah, if if the Hobie Baker isn't outright best player, then that's a joke. It doesn't make any sense. Or sorry, no, if it's not most valuable to their team, sorry, then that's a joke. Oh yeah, no, I, I just say yeah. like the whole situation to me doesn't make any sense is what I'm saying. Like it's you know, that's really fucking stupid. Yeah. Anyway, enough about college hockey for now. Because I don't think Maddie Nyes is signing. I think uh who's the house guy? Struble, I think, is gonna do another year at Northeastern too, so Yeah, it is what it is. It be what it be. And you wanna move on to some fill in the blanks? Yeah, we got a couple fill in the blanks. Um maybe what it so Ryan Getzlaff announced that he's retiring at the end of the season. Um, yeah, hell of a career. Great career. So uh, there's a blank percent chance that he's a Hall of Famer. See, I I think it's got to be 100%. We're talking about a two-time oh, Olympic gold medalist, right? Yep. We're talking about a Stanley Cup champion. Yep. We're talking about a guy who captained, captained the same team for his entire career. Well, wasn't the captain, obviously, his entire career, but you know what I'm saying. Once he was, was captain. Well, yeah, he was the leader of that team. Like, when I think of the Anaheim Ducks, I think of Ryan Getzlaff. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Oh, 100%. Uh, rocked the absolute best bald head I've ever seen. <laughs> so that's that's a point, for sure, in the Hall of Fame books. Um, what are, I, I don't even I, I don't have I the can, stats in front of me. I guess I can pull them up. I, I, I can give you a couple here. He's the Anaheim franchise uh, leader in assists in a single season. Um He's their all-time point leader. He's got 1,101 games with 982 points, which is just fucking ridiculous. Um, International, he's won fucking... uh, He's won stuff at junior level. He's won stuff at the Olympic level, World uh, World, uh, Championships, World Cup of Hockey, like... Yeah, he's, uh, (laughs) he's got a heck of a resume here. Yeah, like I, there was some debate um, on hockey Twitter about whether he was a Hall of Famer. I don't understand how there's a debate at all. Yeah, I don't think there. To, to me, there's not a whole lot of debate. He's, uh, yeah, 36 years old, and and like I said, Stanley Cup champion, Olympic gold medalist. Like, just come on. Like, like, like I think if if you if you put that resume behind any player, yeah, it's guaranteed Hall of Famer. Yeah. So Glad yeah, I think we can agree on that one. <laughs> Oh, I, I'm a little bit behind you. Oh, whoops, sorry. Oh, it's all good. I can't wait to watch it. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so speaking of Loudy, uh, the Blue Jays are going to win blank games this year. I am. Oh, wow. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> holy lightning. That was a, you're right. That was a bomb. But uh, yeah, no, I, I'm I'm going to put. I think it's they 162 win games. games, right? Yeah, I think they win 100 games. Easy. I'll go one ten. I think they can play. I was going to say 110 too. I think they could, they'll probably be in that ballpark. They're, uh, they're, they're the second most favored team to win the uh, world series this year. eh? 
I don't tied know, they, for second in odds. They look fucking great. Now that this is a, this is a Toronto team I can get behind, and I buy the hype. <laughs> Man, Toronto sports fans right now must be absolutely going crazy. They, seriously, when's the last time? I I don't think this has ever happened. To be honest with you, Leafs, Raptors, Blue Jays, all going to be in the playoffs this year. Shit. Eh? Like I know if uh, if TFC keep playing the way they do, they're doing all right now. We've got Lorenzo and Cindy coming in the summer. That could be a fucking like it could be a great year for Toronto sports. That's what I'm saying. Flatty flex the jacket, pal. <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, I. Uh, it'll it, it's it's a good time to be a Toronto sports fan right now. Even in like the duos we got, we got Vladdy and Bo, Matthews and Mitchie. Siakam and Fred, and then you add Scotty Barnes in there too. He's why I love Scotty Barnes. And then, like you said, Insigne. And, and if, if him and Pozuelo link up, like that's gonna be fun. That's gonna be yeah. Really so fun. good time, good times, good times. Yeah. All I right. got one, one more fill in the blank for you. Uh, blank is gonna win the Masters. Well, I think by the time this comes out, we can we've come to the conclusion that when this episode drops, the Masters will most likely be over. Should be around that ballpark, yes. Yeah, unless there's like a massive playoff or something. But I don't see it happening because Scotty Scheffler is almost last. Where last I checked, I, I, I'm not watching it right now, but he is playing some of the best golf I've ever seen. <laughs> like, and I'm I I love golf. I watch golf a lot. Like I watch every Thursday through Sunday. That's what you can catch me doing <laughs> now that football season's over. And uh, yeah, man, he is on. Fire. He just took the world number one spot from John Rom, and everybody was like, oh, maybe it's a little too early to give him the world number one. Like he's got three, he's got his first three wins of his career this year. That's why he's the world number one right now. But now he's walked into Augusta National and he is it's a cakewalk. It's unbelievable. It's a cakewalk for him. It literally looks like he's playing the fucking PGA game on like amateur. Yeah, he's dialed. Like straight up dialed. And another just shout out, gotta gotta say it. The goat put on a like put forward a great effort. He might not have finished where he wanted to, but for him to even be golfing on the weekend to make the cut after Thursday or after Friday, sorry, that's incredible. He almost died and lost or and or lost his leg fourteen months ago. Like, and what? he is now, and and he's forty six. Oh wow! I didn't think he was that old. He's forty six. He won his first Masters in 97, man. Okay, so I was one. <laughs> I wasn't even born yet. And Tiger, wins, Tiger Woods was, like, pardon my French, but making Augusta his bitch. Like, oh my God, I was negative one years old. Anyway, so yeah, Scotty Scheffler's my pick. You have no idea, so no, I'm going to let you just throw me a name. Uh, I'm... I'm just going to go with Scotty Scheffler because he's the only person I know who's golfing besides Tiger Woods, and we just went over how Tiger Woods isn't going to win. So, <laughs> Yesterday he was seven over. I'm not sure what he's doing today. So um, I'll give you the just the, the leaderboard here, just just so we can give you a little bit of a, you know. So Scotty Scheffler's at nine under. Cam Smith, the Australian, and full-time certified beauty. Cam Smith is the mullet man. Uh, he is six under. Uh, Sung J M from South Korea is four under. Shane Lowry is at two under. And tied with him for fourth is Charles Schwartzel. So Shane I, Lowry, I have no sorry, idea. 
I've no idea who I've no idea who any of those guys are. Not a yeah, single. Yeah, no, I'm just giving you their countrymen, so you can like maybe pick a country. I don't know. So we got Shane Lowry out of out of Ireland, Ireland, and we got Carl Schwartzel out of South Africa. Still going with Scotty Scheffler. Still going to go with Scotty Scheffler because you you say he's going to win, so I'm going to trust you on that. And actually, honorable mention, tied for six right now. Got to give him a shout. The Canadian Corey Connors. Hey. At one under, tied for six. Good for him. Let's go, Corey. Anyway, that's enough about other sports. Yep. So, let's give you a little bit of a preview for the week uh, in both Leaf and Habland. So, the Leafs this week. Uh couple home games. First one on Tuesday against Buffalo, which uh, is always fun. It'll be Owen Powers' first game in the National Hockey League. Confirmed? or Confirmed, yeah. He uh, plays his first game against the Toronto Maple Leafs on Tuesday. Uh, then Ovi and the boys are in town on Thursday. And Saturday night, it looks like we are in the nation's capital, Ottawa. Yep. Heater, heater for the end of the week there. Yeah, and there's also a Sunday game back-to-back, but we'll talk about that next week. So the Habs, uh, we've got the Jets tomorrow in Montreal. Um, fuck the Jets. Fuck the Jets. The big thing with that is, uh, and not just because of Jake Allen's injury, but uh, Carey Price traveled with the team this week. And there were kind of some rumors on Friday that he was going to start last night. He didn't. But um, with Jake Allen getting hurt, kind of rumors going around is that Monday night might be the return of Carey Price. Hmm? Which gets me going. How do you feel about this, though? What if the only reason they're playing him is so that they can show that he's still valuable and trade him? Because that's what I've been hearing, is that they want him to get some games in so that he has trade value. I mean, either way, I would like to see him play, whether it's for trade value, whether it's so he can, you know, play next season with us. Like, he's got a full no move. He's got, I think, three or four years left on his deal. So... The way I look at it is he wants to be, if he wants to retire Montreal Canadian, he gets to retire Montreal Canadian. It's fully in his. I can see him wanting the cup. I, 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 if he left, I would not hold it against him. You know, I would, you know, I would absolutely back him if he wanted to leave. But the thing right now is it's entirely, it doesn't matter what he, uh, Hughes and Gorton or Jeff Molson or, you know, anyone wants other than Carey Price, which is yeah. kind of nice. Uh, and yeah, I, if it, the game's in Montreal, so if he does uh, start, that's probably going to be one of the uh, loudest the Bell Center's ever been when he gets announced as starting goalie. Yeah, if, um, if, that would be cool to see. Cool yeah, to see him come be, back from all the stuff that he's gone yeah. through. Injuries, other personal issues. It's good to see him yeah. back yeah. traveling with the team. Anyway. Um, Wednesday, we travel to uh, Columbus. Friday, we're back in Montreal against the Islanders. And then Saturday night, uh, again in Montreal against the Capitals. Okay. Yeah, that's... So you guys have the... When did you say you had the Islanders? Friday night? Friday night against the Islanders. Saturday against Capitals. Yeah, we have the... So the Islanders are doing their Canadian trip because they're in town on Sunday. That's the Sunday game I was talking about. So there you go. Okay, is there anything else that we forgot to mention, left out? Like you said, there wasn't a whole lot that happened in the world of hockey this week other than Austin Matthews cementing himself as the best player in the National Hockey League. Um, quick shout-out to Justin Barron. Scored his first NHL goal for the Habs uh, in a loss against the Senators. Uh, fucking great goal. Do you see it? 
No. Walks fucking walks the blue line. The kid's like twenty. Walks the blue line perfectly. Dangles around. The guy rips it top cheddar. Love to see it. Great stuff. Love to see the young guns scaling it up. Oh, <laughs> you saw that. You definitely saw the Zegers assist last night, eh? Yeah. Yeah. No, he deserves to get punched in the face. Yeah. Get, yeah. Oh, he's got to get a black eye for that. Sorry, guys. That's that's the rules. If you're just listening, I'm being totally sarcastic. A hundred percent. He. Yeah. Um, that's an outrageous take. Um, oh, and speaking with Habs injuries, uh, the Habs became the most injured team in NHL history uh, with 676 man games lost as of last night's game. <laughs> still still suck. Yeah. Uh, the second place team for this season uh, is Buffalo with 516 games. So we're nearly 200 games ahead of them. Happens. Also, just another kind of the other end of this scale, which is ridiculous. The Flames are the healthiest team in the league. They've only lost 76 games due to injury this year. Who, sorry? The Calgary Flames have only lost 76 games to injury this year. Wow. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it is. For sure is. Yeah. All right. So I think that's pretty much it for the week. Um, we will see, or yeah, I guess see and talk to you guys next Sunday. Um, if you're listening to this, something that you'll definitely enjoy, uh, go listen to the game sports show. He just had a sit down interview with James Duffy, and I think that's really, really cool. Duffy is one of my favorite broadcasters. Phenomenal. So if, yeah, if you like us, you'll love him. So go over and give our boy David a, a view or a click or whatever, you, whatever, however you listen to it, Spotify. Uh, same places you, you get our, pro, our our podcasts, so um, the website, YouTube, all the above. Uh, so, yeah, anyway, thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, we'll talk to you next week.